Welcome back to another episode of Mishmashi Mahlaj Podcast. I'm your host, Abdo. And for this episode, I'm alone without a guest. How can you have Valentine's? I bully you guys a little bit way too much. And you know what? I, I, I should extend the olive branch and, you know, maintain a healthy relationship with my, my you guys. So I'm just going to ask you a quick question. How are your New Year's resolutions? What are your resolutions? Are you, are you doing them well? Obviously not. I mean, because I'm not a podcast, so obviously not. And unlike you, it's, I am a perfect being, of course. I actually did keep up with my New Year's resolutions. And that's only because I didn't set that big of a standard. I mainly had two goals, which is to take more pictures, but catalog in my life way more, and in turn, create free content to post on the internet. And I wanted to get in touch with my hobbies because I feel believe for the past year I've been spending it way too much on social media work that I've failed to continue on my hobbies. So one of my goals at LAM is to get a hobby. And if you've guessed by the title of the episode, today we are talking about hobbies, specifically mine and how you might be interested in some of my hobbies as well as recommendations for one of these hobbies. Starting with the first hobby, the uh, video games, something I've been familiar with forever. Uh, it is a bit of a eh, territory for a lot of people. A lot of people don't game, a lot of people do, and it's up to you to find the game Liba. Obviously, I don't want to list the benefits of playing a video game. That is up for you to discover. Just know believe they are good so long as they're taken with a grain of salt. Hell a hobby, basically. Anywho. I've made a list of three games that I believe are great, games I've recently enjoyed, that are familiar or should be good for your skill level. Starting with the easiest video game, that isn't mechanically demanding, that is Rhythm Doctor. Rhythm Doctor is a rhythm game. Wow, the title is so clear. Uh, you play as a doctor, well, specifically cardiologue, and you try to solve patients' issues by fixing their hearts. With the power of music, and basically you try to make their heartbeat synchronize at the beats that is following to the music. Basically, don't question it. It's a video game. It doesn't matter. So you play as a doctor, and basically the whole game premise is to press the uh, a button or a clavidialic. I usually chose the space key, space bar key key. Uh, you press the space space key every seventh beat flonia. And it might sound confusing at first, but can you quickly get used to it? Um, the main thing that I enjoyed about this game is the OSC. Holy shit that this game has a good OSC, dude. It is such a banger. And the visuals of the game are also incredibly well. It's so funny. Generally, it's a funny game. And it's so amazing and mesmerizing. But my favorite thing in the game is the way how it breaks the fourth wall. I'm talking, I don't want to spoil too much. But can, if you play this game on a computer, and I only think it's available on computer, you can buy it on Steam or not, you know, sell or pirate it or whatever. I don't recommend this for legal reasons, Taban. But when you play a game on PC, it breaks the fourth wall. It starts messing with your your screen, your like keyboard inputs, the way it moves, like the window the the game. And the first time I experienced that, I was in shock. I my mouth was wide open, bro. Like, 
my mouth, some ghost could have slipped his uh, his meat down there, and I wouldn't even notice, bro. Like that, I was so awed by how the game presents itself and how it breaks the fourth wall. It left me genuinely impressed, and I can't tell you how many times I've replayed the game. I was to experience the sensation again, and it's just something that is way too enjoyable. I recommend it for anybody. No matter if you like video games, it is an experience you should never miss. Rhythm game, check it out. Cool music, cool video game. Moving on. The next game in had list of video game hobbies is Borderlands 2. Not one, not three, two. Borderlands 2 is a classic, fish it comes to first-person shooters and like shooter games in general. But like, what separates it from your Call of Duty or the Battlefield or whatever is the fact that it is a game, it is a comical game. The way it's the art style of the game is cell shaded, which means comics Marvel And the game is just fun. It's and the mechanics of an RPG within an FPS. And it is not that challenging, but it's not that easy. Depending on how you want the game. And I don't recommend this to a beginner. familiar with games, but fish you play, it is amazing. The story, I don't have nothing much to say. It's a simple story, a funny story, you play through it. The stakes maramara are high, but you know, it's a casual game made to casually be played and you don't care that much about the story. I mean, what really matters about the game are the guns. There are over seven gazillion guns for the game. Not to say believe that each one was carefully made, they are like randomly generated seed. Mm, random math stuff, you don't need to concern yourself. Well, there are seven gazillion guns for the game, and while they do fall into the categories, the, the game is just fun because the mechanics and the shooting is fun. I don't think I've ever played any other game apart from Destiny that had such a cool FPS mechanic or a gun mechanic. It is so satisfying to shoot with the game, and you will find yourself messing around with the guns. And first you pair them with the skills that your character has, it's even more fun. It has multiplayer, it has everything. It is a game in like 15 hours. It is in such a good game, you should play it out. Finally, the last game had list. And heads up, this game is only made for a gamer gamer, you know? Like, you're a gamer that doesn't have one, zero life. He has many lives, so you can respawn infinitely. Your life is like a video game, bro. Hollow Knight is a very difficult game. I'm gonna be fully honest with that. Well, like, Hollow Knight, it is my number one favorite game. I suck at video games. I can't even play most of the games out there because they're too hard for me. That includes games like Valorant to see as good as you can. This is a small gamer. But Hollow Knight is my favorite game for three reasons. The music. Holy shit, does Hollow Knight is have a killer soundtrack when it comes to music. The original soundtrack that had the game was Asan the whole game was made by three people. One of them was the music composer and it and he fucking ate bro. He he that, that's his magnum opus and the Hollow Knight is the magnum opus yet the composer the Hollow Knight OSC. It is captivating, it is sad, it is energetic, it's everything everything you want from a video game. And the second reason that I love this game are the bosses. Uh, Hollow Knight is a Metroidvania, and for those of you who do not know what a Metroidvania is, 
It's basically one type of game that has one map or the rooms connected to each other and you have to go through the rooms to go back to go back to unlock like abilities for the rooms so like the gameplay involves around you and you have to room to room you gain an ability to go back room that previously but you unlock the new power that will make you go back to and to get the powers you have to beat bosses and the bosses of this game are so creative you can fight a hornet And at the same time, you can go fight a literal sun god. But also you can fight a guy who just likes to roll up shit in a ball. He's called the Dung Defender. Like, what else? What kind of video game I'd like to do that? And the third reason why I love this game is because it is featured around bugs. Every character in the game has a resemblance to bugs. Yes, hasharat and that IRL maybe I don't fuck with him I don't know I don't like to put it on a napkin to live its life I don't like to kill bugs except cockroaches I'm a cockroach racist bro if a cockroach ever steps on me I am making full assumptions on its race and I am killing it on the spot I am a racist when it comes to cockroaches but that's not the point it's Hollow Knight with cockroaches so it's a good game it is themed around bugs And the way it is executed into the visuals of the game and the art style of it is just it is the it is the cherry on the pie. It is the chef's kiss of video games, and it was the dimension. Believe this game was made by three fucking people. Three people made the best game on this earth. It is my number one favorite game, and you should play it genuinely, even if it's difficult. Oh, before I transition into the next hobby, it's obviously part of the video game. I would like to mention that there is one boss fight for the game. It is optional. It's DLC content. Well, like, and there is this boss where you can literally like he is a circus entertainer. He works for a circus, and if you fight him, it is a show for others to watch. So you're like part of the entertainment at the circus. And before you fight him, he bows like new like basically. And if you choose to bow to him back, the fight becomes easier. Well, like, if you wanted to be like a gamer, gamer, I go to to cheese, I would like to take advantage of that moment, the vulnerability, the the boss, but maybe that the fight, and you decide to strike him, I would like he gets super pissed, and the fight becomes infinitely harder. It is such a small touch to add into a video game, where like, can these small touches make up everything that you wanted to know about a video game? And the friends because I feel like the emoji of the nerds with the glasses and the ba- the the braces. <laughs> Did you know that? I'm not gonna do that. Uh, moving on to the next section, gel hobbies. I know I sounded very skibbity toilet sigma Ohio Riz but it's time to get a little bit more serious. You know, let the adults talk because the adults are talking right now. I'm gonna talk about my second hobby, which is reading books. I know I don't look like the type of guy that enjoys reading a book. Well, can if you put me in a room with a th- with a Colin Hoover book and a gun, I'm probably gonna shoot myself before I read the Colin Hoover book. Cause holy shit, her books suck. Moim, moving on to the first book recommendation that I recommend if you wanna get into reading books, and that's Memory Police by Yoko Ogawa. Before I tell you about Memory Police, I want to tell you that Yoko Ogawa is a Japanese author. She is a Japanese author. And I know that I 
say Japanese author, probably the first thing you want you think about Hua Murakami. And while Murakami is great, I don't think he should be idolized because he sexualizes women en general really badly and also underage women. So I don't really fuck with him like that, despite reading like four of his books about five. Well, I'm going to talk about Yoko Ogawa because she's an icon. She deserves a lot. And specifically Memory Police, which is momentarily my number one book. Zamak is a book that tops over this one. So imagine you live in a town. With had town, the government one day decides by tomorrow, the memory, the roses, will no longer exist. And you wake up tomorrow, roses no longer exist. Your emotional attachment to your memories related to a rose do not exist. You forget its scent, you forget the people who gave you roses, you forget the significance of your roses. And the day before you leave city for roses, you are asked to throw and destroy all evidence and memories of your roses. So if you have a rose, so by the day you wake up tomorrow, you forget where roses are. And you might argue whether this is weird or not. I don't, that's up for you to determine. That's not the to the book. But there are people within the town or the world that are special. They have abilities. They are able to not forget memories. So if a rose, the concept of a rose is forgotten or the memory of is forgotten, these people keep rose. And these are viewed as outlaws as criminals so at that time they are insensitized and know to hide the facts and know so the story revolves around this girl her mother was one of the people they were resistant to forgetting memories and he yes she is not just for clarification the main character is not although you are driven to assume it is she is not and she gets in contact with a person who is able to remember her memories and together they unfold I can only describe it as beautiful scene and beautiful imagery on what could have been, on what the world what could have been. It's her mother has left her clues and has left her memories for her to discover. And it is so inspiring to see her taking care of the person who is able to remind to remember what these things are. Uhiya trying to live had experiences through the person. It is just Emotionally amazing, Sarahazan. And a side plot also revolves around her trying to write a book about a girl who is trying to learn how to write. And writes, Mashi writes like writes full clavier, like a mechanical keyboard, not the current one, MX switches, like shit. No, fuck no. We're not gamers, we're readers, okay? So mechanical keyboards, typewriters, okay, that's the word, typewriters, voila. And these two stories, they go hand in hand together. And it's just amazing to read how each day or how she tries to care for him, how she tries to remember her memories. And it's just amazing. Although the theme, like 1984, George Orwell, I would arguably it isn't. Politically, it is motivated to do so. It's close, but I would argue if... If 1984 was better and more emotionally invested and written by a woman, then Memory Police is the result. And genuinely, I read this in 2022. And from then, I have not yet a book that can top that. It is still, to this moment, my number one book, and you should read it as well. 
Moving on onto the second book recommendation. وهذا المرة نبقاو local and more indie. I'm recommending you As Rich as the King by Abigail Assur. As Rich as the King, uh, for clarification, Abigail Assur is a Moroccan writer. She was born and raised here in Morocco, but she lived another life in France, in the US, etc. The book was originally written in French, but it was translated into English. And I personally cannot read in French because for me it is difficult. And yes, it is something I want to work on, blah, blah, blah. But I don't care. French detects it, opinion rejects it. Um, as Rich as the King, translated from French to English by this Moroccan author. And it speaks of a girl that is trying to make a person, another guy, fall in love with her because he is rumored to be as rich as the king. It is not politically motivated for Maghrib, as you might be led to assume, but no, it's just a romance story. Lee speaks of the economical struggle. Jal people in Morocco, specifically for Kaza, late 90s, early 2000s. The girl is French in origin. She is not Moroccan. So bzevdia rules apply to Moroccans back then, mainly societal perception is not applicable to her. She is poor. So the dichotomy is that she is a French French ethnicity or like poor here in Morocco. But that's in the script is that French is rich, Morocco is poor. The guy is trying she is trying to make to fall in love with her is Moroccan, Wilkin is rich. And the whole story, they try to benefit from each other. Well yeah she tries to escape the class struggle through the person by marrying him and having a kid, etc. Is a great story. It is raw. It is extremely raw. The way she describes Kaza back then is extremely brutal. Or sometimes, in my opinion, it is a bit unfair. She tries. Maramarashi is way too negative with it. We cannot give her the benefit of the doubts and think. Hit. I was in presence. Fdekel period. Fdekel blasa. I am not the person to judge. Well, again, I still can't help to feel. It is shuya negative and maybe it. Dramatizes things for the sake of the stereotypes and negative stereotypes from Morocco. Like it was back then, so I don't know. I don't fucking know. When the story is great, is bite sized, it's not that long. Well, again, it's good. I enjoyed it, especially from a Moroccan author. It's been written a while back. Well, again, it's a fun read. She had dark, she had depressive, but way better than other Moroccan author books that I've read before so definite recommendations it's like parasites we're getting casablanca saying it's early 2000s basically get your shit straight and finally and i bet you didn't expect this we're looking for me i classify it it's a japanese manga specifically jojo's bizarre adventure and before you start saying oh manga is not books it's still a book because it is a story that is portrayed and you use your eyes and your in a book to read it i don't i don't care how it is kibash could deliver the message for you to read i don't i hate the self-help book genre well again if it helps people pick up a book and read eventually they will transition into reading books so stop with the eliticism and just accept the facts believe manga is our books basically when jojo's bizarre adventure it is a gauge <laughs> it is a cave fucking manga describes people with powers specifically stands and how they try to fight evil 
I can't describe the lore. It's I don't want to spoil. From the time I don't know how to describe it. It is very random. Well, it is fun. It is engaging, and it is generally so creative. And my favorite part, dear JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, is the fact that it is artistic. The mangaka that is behind JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was featured in Louvre. Was did collaborations with like brands. Hal Gucci was featured in artistic galleries, the big ones. And he inspired, inspired was and still inspires models by the poses like this. And fun facts: the the smiths gel the powers like at least his characters are called stands. They are based off music, musical genres. For example, and one of my favorite, it's soft and wet gel. I forgot the name. Yeah, who sings it? Okay, it's the song that goes like "Soft and Wet." You are soft and wet. Well, he has a stand named after that. There's one like "November Rain." There's one for Metallica. It's such a good show. It is fun and sometimes super serious and super sad. I'm talking about parts. If you know, you know. But it is genuinely such a good manga. It is a bit. Long, not gonna lie. It is an investment, a very big investment. Well, okay, first you get through parts one and part two, you will enjoy the manga way, 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 and and like the anime as well. If you want to do that, you will enjoy it so so much because it is fun, it is punchy, it is artistic, it is everything I ever wanted from a show. Moving on to a very. Gen Z hobby, and this is pure internet consume. I must consume. I'm consuming right now. This is pure internet cons consumption. This is pure Gen Z. Well, can I believe? Believe watching YouTube is a hobby of itself, and it depends. It depends on the content you watch, obviously. Well, can if you watch the right channels, then I, I fairly estimate, or I fairly believe, believe watching YouTube is a hobby. It can be enjoyable. It can be fun. It can be relaxing, de-stressing, and a lot of people love to watch YouTube. Me included. I spend like one to four hours every day watching YouTube. It's one of my favorite activities. I love it way, way, way so much. And I've spent a long time for YouTube, so I have a lot of recommendations. Your channels. Well, can I'm gonna keep it short and recommend you Tlaza your channels. Not Tlaza, Tlaza genre deal. YouTube channels and I will drop names. You can check them out because they are amazing. They are so much fun. Starting with a vastly underrated YouTube genre, the YouTube group channels. Nihuma, I did a thing. Michael Scott and the Backyard Scientist. It you don't need an engineering degree or like a STEM background for you to understand what the fuck is going on with the video. What's well, again. What I enjoy about these videos so much, well, and that they have, oh well, and they have such a good sense of humor. Utenian, they always make the ideas you've ever had as a child, where you're like, man, I wonder if I'm into this, if I'm into that. They take the idea and dial it up to one hundred percent and make that as a video. I did a thing, add a literal turret, like in of Clash of Clans, or add a hammer, like fish could see, like a turtle as well, like it's a jaw, and it could drive a nail down. Michael Scott made it a surgery robot, like it can be doing the backyard scientist has cool laser welders, like in random shit beyond. It is pure fun. It's pure ADHD brain rot 
type of fun. If you had unlimited budget, or take that to a 13-year-old kid, this is the type of content that I had them. And part of it, you also feel we are learning shihaja. You are not. This is extremely coping. Working, it is genuine fun, and you should check them out. Especially, I did a thing because I do such a good sense of humor. Moving on to video essays. I feel really video essays. They've had like. But they had a period where they got very popular and then they just fell off popularity and I think that's undeserved I think video essays should be more popular I love watching a video where I get to watch it stop or like watch it while I do work or whatever video essays are so much fun and you should watch them too and the only channel I would recommend if you want to watch a good video essay is Mune Cats that is M U N E C A T Mune Cat. She is a creator. Look at so video essays. She uploads like once a year, like twice a year. Well, like the essays that she makes are so good in quality. I remember watching her video essay Jella where she was debunking the manosphere, and that's basically the red pill, ultra far right, uh, toxic masculinity sphere Jella, like sigma male bullshit camel. And she did a video essay where she took every arguments in every trend for the space and debunked all of it she did one on crime on how people who say believe in a privacy privacy should not matter if you have nothing to hide how the lies or hide like the the lie the lie test thing they want to see if you're lying or not is false and how it is unfair she does such a great work for her video essays and she is so talented because for every video essay had her own musical song and it is so amazing it is impressive you should check out me cast because she is an amazing creator well, finally, for YouTube channels, we have channels that inspire me, that give me subjects, ideas, to inspire my humor, whether I have guests over. Uh, that's actually very hard to, to be like funny if you're alone and you're trying to be funny as you get no reaction. I, I can't get a reaction from you, the listener, right now. I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know what you're thinking. So I can't play off of it and be hilarious or funny. So sorry for not being funny, bro. Sorry for not being the Noel, Noel Miller Gel podcast or the Cody Gel podcast. Well, like in what I do recommend are video channels like Boy Boy, Curtis Connor, Danny Gonzalez, and Chat Chat. You probably know Danny Gonzalez and you probably know Curtis Connor. If you do, you are awesome. Or like, and you probably don't know Chat Chat and you probably don't know Boy Boy. Okay, Chad Chat, like the Sigma male Chad, like the Kitsukusu. She is very much similar to Curtis Connor and Danny Gonzalez. Like in her own special twist is that you get to see it from a female POV Awellen. And her jokes, I feel, are more are more ironic and batshit insane. Like she takes a joke and she pushes that to the extent Jello Marra. I've noticed really Danny Gonzalez also tried to do that recently. But she takes the idea and pushes it to the extreme. And they are so fucking funny. And all of them came with the TikTok reaction content or the YouTube reaction content. So I can, I feel believe the content she reacts to or that she makes videos about are more niche, are more original. So all of her videos are treats and her jokes hit way too, too much. And then I think boy, boy, like boy, little boy. So boy, boy, 
Fun facts, Hadouma, the person, they are behind the same channel, Jal, I did a thing. They have a second channel where they make reaction concepts. They're called Boy Boy. And their, their humor is mostly political, mostly liberal, alt-left political humor. Like, and they take like a subject. And uh, they remind me of how I make jokes as well, because they take a video and just start hating on it. They just start hating on the video ultimately and they roast it so much and they try to bring politics into it and they role play the jokes yellow as well. They are so fucking funny and they are so so good. Check out Boy Boy and Cha Cha because these people genuinely inspire my humor. Obviously, I'm the Curtis Connor, Danny Gonzalez as well. Curtis Connor, Danny Gonzalez. You probably know these two. Like if you don't, also check them out. These 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 videos are like, you know. 15 minute, 20 minute, you watch them while you're at lunch or whatever, and you watch these videos and they're just so fucking funny. You should check them out because you will get exposed to more internet culture, which helps me. That's why I listen to them. It helps, it exposes me to internet culture. So I get more in tune. So it helps me get out of my work with the content that I make. Not saying that I make a lot of content. So just like podcast, basically, I'll allow jokes to share with friends. And also Q and Sook because they are pretty fucking funny. Just go listen to these people, all right? They are so good. You should check them out. And finally, moving on to the final hobby. Li Sahatan was expected if you know me even a slight bit. You know, believe my whole identity right now is Moroccan content writer, la Moroccan storyteller. So my final hobby is writing. Ooh, not gonna lie. The other only hobby I've been falling off behind because I haven't written that much. Like, and I do get a lot of people, especially people I don't know, asking me about how I write or why I write or whatever because they see the blog, they see the freelance work, and they think I write constantly, which is a lie. It comes like the seasons, like your, it comes in <laughs> general. And I've been lagging behind. Like, in, I'm trying to work on it. I really am trying to work on it. I'm trying to write more. I'm trying to write better. But instead of telling you what to read or whatever, I'm going to tell you how to write. And take your notebooks out because this is a free crash course on writing. And tell you how I got into writing so that maybe you can get into it. And maybe get paid for it because there are some good reasons. There, there is some money to be made for writing. How to get into writing. The only way I recommend it is what to write what you like. If you read whether books or articles, you probably have something you enjoy reading and you want to get into that by writing. And for me, I always enjoyed watching investigative journalism videos for YouTube, Aula like articles, Aula just genuine like how question videos. I loved watching those, so I've always wanted to do some on my own. That's how I got into writing on general, and that's how I made like lessons and obsessions on blog. Check out the podcast episode, by the way. That's how I got started into them. So, you want to find what you like and then start writing about it. You don't want to judge yourself, you don't want to make any critiques. You find something, you make a plan because add the like it's study what do you want to save at article what are you trying to do who are who is the intended audience that she can and then you start writing you don't care you just keep on writing and then fresh get silly add catches edit which can be improved on if you can add a joke etc 
obviously my writing process is very similar to this depending on who I'm working with and who is reading this but like that comes with experience but I can tell you're writing personal right now so we do not care so whatever it is you want to find what you like and start writing about it I don't care if it's your emotions if it's like your day the way how an actor makes you feel a fanship you have to write about so like you ship two characters for bjr sick to write about them just do it just get on writing and if you are questioning finn to write ala where to publish your writings then i have two suggestions substack ala medium substack is more of a newsletter ish platform your writers like it is more popular in the medium it offers you to a place where you can make podcasts where you can connect with other writers it's mostly used if you want to have a newsletter where you have like a a group of people you want to keep regularly updating for your writing and notify them for you right and it's good it's all right it's you can't complain of substack to be fair it's a free service you get to have your own handle slash username and you get a genuine unique link to you at other people and they can come read okay if you are trying to write like articles then i recommend medium medium is a platform you're writing it is a twitter your long format articles and you can write there and publish your articles get if you have them published elsewhere it's got link here on some and like it helps with seo but also you can get paid to write if the people you are reading your article are subscribers to the website and you get a ben like a share of the cuts fetch they read your article but that's not what you're doing writing for you don't want to think about money devil you want to think about money like am and devil you publish on substack or let me gym and you just keep on publishing you Obviously, it helps you connect with the audience to share it with and people who read your work. So I'd like to update them or get feedback with the camel. Where can you just want to write and publish it? You know, you don't want to pay zevjel attention on like how many people read this aula. Oh no, this is such a long job or whatever. You just you take it article by article and you just write and you post and then you take a pause. You see. If you can improve on anything and then you find another subjects okay it is a very long procedure you shouldn't scare you it is a procedure i've written articles it took me a month to write well again some articles will take you like a week depends on how available you are and what's going on in your life your mood so many things so many factors just write don't care see if it works for you maybe read reception fresh you like on the feedback or whatever and then move on and eventually you might want to get paid to write if you think really you have a good level of your writing then you might think really it's time to get paid to write and you might think really hit the ai is taking over you don't want to do that because all oh, the big bad chat gpt is going to take over anything it is not it is a trend fuck you ai you can still get paid to write and i know people who get paid good money to write and i am a person who has gotten paid quite fairly to write and it's simple you just need to have enough references or enough ports works or articles in your arsenal so you can show it as a portfolio as you pitch content and then you want to think about the content you enjoy or the content you would love to write And then you want to pitch yourself yeah basically introduce yourself and reach out to them 
and see believe hey do you guys take on submissions or not is, is there work to hire or anything and if I started I wanted to write about video games and I saw an opportunity at comic book resources can random like website I applied I reached out they gave me a link to apply so I applied I did a mock trial thingy for like or whatever it was very shit paid doesn't matter I was enjoying it I did the test I passed it said it is I and then I started writing for them I would pitch I would write an article maybe per week it was about video games I thoroughly enjoyed my time there it was very fun and the pay was all right it was all right it was argent de poche basically it wasn't something you could get rich off of working daba I I tone down my pitching where I can I take more I take a deeper process into finding what platform that I want to to pitch then I generate what good good pitch to send them and then i send it so if it's good the the article would take a few weeks to make okay the point is there is still money to be made so if you do care about writing then yeah you can get paid for it well like if your main motive is money then you're not gonna have enough money if you enjoy writing you can maybe monetize it a year or like a year and a half into the process yeah maybe half a year and that's it <laughs> that's really it that's that's all I can say about writing just keep on find what you like write about it publish it see if people enjoy it rinse and repeat rinse and repeat and that's all I can say episode I was going to I had very I'm gonna say it awesome fuck you I'm not I'm gonna say it awesome I'm not gonna be like oh I was thinking about like and I decided shouldn't so then you will get curious so then I would say it and then I'll fulfill curiosity no I'm not doing that I'm calling it niche I wanted to add a small niche hobby of mine which is Facebook marketplace dude I love I <laughs> to say love is an understatement I can I thoroughly can move it and then you told to like Facebook marketplace I wake up bro like at 10 a.m. and if I'm on the way in Shibalasa and I have like five out of 10 minutes free I hop on Facebook marketplace and then I just browse and it might sound weird but again it's like Jotea experience online some of the deals some are great not gonna lie you can find some good deals and some stuff and it's a capitalistic society you consume whatever I must consume blah 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 but the, the funniest part about Facebook marketplace is some of the things <laughs> I found a guy selling for like self I found a guy for I found a guy for like original whatever and obviously these guys are doing it for a joke as well and then you get some truly unhinged people is selling like I don't know she has like 13 dram or whatever and then you find some people like service Kifesh, it's fakey, a diploma. Like you can pay someone on Facebook Marketplace to fake a diploma from like any entity at Lelik. You can get like a master's, like Alfindram or whatever, a fake diploma. Yeah, now you can, you can get, you can hire like somebody service how to repair your hymen. The Moroccan Facebook Marketplace it is extremely unhinged and I enjoy every single aspect of and you better credit me if you're gonna take this as a personality trait, and I'm gonna be the person to keep popular popularizing. Huh? 
So you better give me credit if you're pretending it is your next hobby. Mwen, ikhwan, akhawats, that about does it for the episode of the week. I know you enjoy more collaborative episodes, my guess. So I am planning that. Hopefully, the episode li more more hadi or la more hadi or la more 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 hadi will feature a guest. Don't worry about that. You guys thoroughly enjoyed it, so thank you very much for the support. If you enjoyed that episode as well, then give it a rate, give it a comment. Maybe get recommended to a friend. I don't know. Let's just have a chatrik. Not begging. Let's just have a chatrik. I don't know. But until then, have a great day and have a great weekend and see you next time.